Welcome back to another episode, Proof Beyond Reason, episode number 37. Wow. Moving things along, approaching episode 40 soon, and hopefully start to take on new things. Um, man, how y'all fellas doing? Well, good, man. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, man. This man, you, see, you hear his voice? Yeah, he what sounds like <laughs> he's his. He sounds like he's talking from here. Like yeah, well, I was sick. Um, yeah, last week. Yeah, are you real bad? Um, yeah, it was like I was, I felt like I had emphysema, but oh it wasn't. God. No, it was just <laughs> coughing. Like I was coughing. Um, the congestion and stuff. Mm. So it's been like a week, and I feel good, but uh, I feel like I had like some residual sickness. Yeah, like I, I still have like just a, like a little cough. Or I had a guy at work. He uh, he caught pneumonia. Damn. Oh, that just makes oh, me like <laughs> whatever I said. That's just like, <laughs> just like yeah, just minimize. Yeah, he's been out. I was like, like yeah, I coughed one or two times. <laughs> yeah, my my boy, he actually has a leg. He lost a leg. <laughs> his leg, his leg, I cut off yeah. from a cold. <laughs> um, so uh, no shout out to the week. We ain't got nobody shouting out. Uh, been very busy late uh, last uh, few weeks. Have a couple of days off finally. Oh, cool! So spend time That's with good. the family. This is my anniversary weekend. Oh, congrats! So uh, be six year wedding anniversary. So oh, I'm gonna nice. probably go do something. Um, but aside from that, yeah, just been been tired too. Just been too much to going on and. Um, but happy late Father's Day! Thank you. Oh, happy thank Father's you, Day! Thank man. You, thank no, I texted you. Yeah. you. I'm so mad. I'm <laughs> so terrible. Bad. Right? Yeah, you did. No, the text thing me. is, I, I <laughs> terrible human being. It didn't right even here. register right. in my mind. You know what I mean? Like yeah. terrible human well. being. Um, but uh, but yeah. So today we're talking about aliens. Mm. We just we went through this series of <laughs> you know talking about behaviors and history and theology and all kinds of stuff. We're going to talk about aliens today. Aliens. UFO. Uh, yeah, you know, unidentified flying object. And honestly, anything flying up there that I haven't identified, I can label it a UFO cuz yep. I haven't identified what it is. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a spacecraft that's, you know, with filled with aliens, but uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. And I don't know where the topic came from. It just kind of <laughs> kind of happened. So we have our local expert in <laughs> aliens here. I wouldn't call myself local expert. Geology. Uh, geology is going to, to hit us up with some alien knowledge. And we're going to ask him questions. He's, he's on the stand right now. Like he is in court. And he needs to account for this alien epidemic that we have going on. So we talk about aliens, but um, so like it's funny that we use the term aliens for like immigrants or people like mm -hmm. that. So like clearly aliens is like something that is what unknown or something. It's, like uh, that? Aliens are foreigners. foreigners. So anything so. that is not uh, natural to a specific habitat. So you can even say there's like a spice or a plant or an insect or an animal that is foreign to that land because there it's not it's not natural or it's not um ho its home base is not there it's mm. somewhere else and they may be migrated or they were planted here um and so that's the same with people when they call people uh, aliens or you get your alien registration card it's because you're a foreigner you're not from here you're not native to this land you weren't born here and so on and so forth so they call you aliens um and and uh, that I mean, it sounds weird. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's, it's like they could easily use the word um, foreigner. Foreigner, mm -hmm. but I want to call you alien. Yeah, alien. Because it's fun. Oh, speaking of that, so I was in. So this is like 
two, three years ago, probably more like three years ago. No, more than that. Four years ago. I was in Roswell, New Mexico. So it was crazy. So with my job, I had to take uh, a nurse to do an interview in, 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 in New Mexico. I'm not going to say what town because there's like only one hospital in that town. But I went to that town, took a nurse over there. They interviewed. They got the job. But we landed in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And we had to drive to this small town. But in on the way, it's like a three-hour drive. We had to get to Roswell. So we got a hotel in Roswell. And then we eventually drove to the city, did the interview, then drove to, to Odessa, Texas and we went out the airport that way and all that. So did you see any like uh UFO shots? Yo, hilarious or? son. <laughs> as soon as you pull in to the to Roswell, as soon as you're approaching it, the there's sign. just alien yeah. signs. And when you get there, it's the strangest thing. Mm-hmm. It is super strange. Um the advanced auto parts has like it's like a regular advanced auto parts and there's like a giant alien just holding <laughs> everything like there. Uh the Burger King is like Burger King but like all decked out in alien stuff. Uh, there's pictures, you know those terrible pictures of this the spaceships that I guess landed there years oh, ago mm-hmm. and stuff. Absolutely terrible pictures, but they're posted everywhere. Uh, we went to Applebee's, and in that I saw the Applebee's, there were like alien things or whatever, and then inside the Applebee's was all decked out in aliens. Wow! So I get to we had the waitress come and like for me as soon as i pulled in, i was like this place is strange and i was looking at the people and i was like these people are strange like just to live here so uh first we we drop our stuff at the hotel and we get something to eat so we go to the hotel super nice people nice people ever because it's a small town and uh and they had pictures everywhere of the encounter or whatever it was like so terrible um so people were nice they were normal you know what i'm saying it wasn't like they were uh, you like envision a town like that everyone's like on crack or something like that <laughs> and uh no normal people very nice hospitable so we leave we go to applebee's uh and we go into applebee's same thing like i'm looking for like strange people they were chilling and so i had asked the waitress i was like yo so how's it like living here and she's like i'm dying to leave <laughs> <laughs> did she give you a reason or she just like, hates the town she's like i'm dying to just leave the town i just hate it because wow. it's like that. It's, everything's dedicated to this alien thing. But it's almost like not a gimmick, but it's almost it, like it's their, a, their niche. That I mean, that's their tourist attraction is the aliens, mm-hmm. but it's a gimmick and a half. Yeah. Like, you know, they it's like over-exaggerated, the aliens. You got the, the, the green mm-hmm. and the big eyes and the and three fingers or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? And, and I, I, don't, I didn't take pictures because like, I was there for work. And I, I was the one who drove. So I had to drive like four hours to the town. Yeah, I was exhausted. And the road from Albuquerque to Roswell is literally like straight. You know what? I, <laughs> you know what? I never, um, never really kind of understood was okay. So if these aliens exist, I don't know. Um, but for whatever reason, they choose to follow like all the accounts that I do here. They follow like this one rural road. Like it's only people that live in Roswell, New Mexico, yeah. that see it. You know, like it's, it's never New York City. Come to Brooklyn, <laughs> you know, like because they get <laughs> snuck, they get robbed <laughs> in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? You know, no, so. it, you know, it's uh, for me. It's like um, the reason why I feel like it's gimmicky is because it's not only because it's a small town, but it's like a way to attract people to come to the mm-hmm. town because they need. I always ba- I like to base things as much as I can off of 
economic circumstances mm-hmm. and 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 how money fuels people's decision making <laughs> and so i feel like you know if if a city's economy is tanked or <laughs> like you know? how good can uh the economy in Ros- roswell be when like kid like i don't never heard no parents say i want to take my kids you want to go to alien town like yo it was pop really it was popping in the beginning really? yeah. no oh, but even now like when i went it was popping really it's a small town obviously there's only a few people but um like it was popping like tourists were taking pictures and stuff so imagine it, imagine that town without the alien thing no one it's just a drive through town it's literally like that big and you're just gonna drive straight through actually it's funny because like before we got to roswell there was a sm- there was a tiny town i don't know was it roswell i think we were actually leaving roswell going to another city the other city and yo the town was like this but it was tiny it was the scariest crap you ever seen in your life so i'm driving and it's like 55 60 70 miles an hour whatever it is mm-hmm. suddenly the speed limit changed down to 25 mm-hmm. so i was like and suddenly it's like this town mm-hmm. so you're driving the sun's beaming off the concrete and you have like the mirage, you know, like the water oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. So then suddenly you're approaching this town. You're like, okay, all right. So I start slowing down, slowing down, slowing down. And I'm in this city. I'm like in this little town. And there's like a cardboard sign with an arrow. Like it says lunch. <laughs> and then there's like a dude just sitting on his stoop and just looking super creepy. And I was like, what in the world? Then there was like a garage, like a, like a tire garage. It was open. There were two dudes just sitting in there with tires all around, just like sitting on the thing. Super creepy. And I would say it took me 60 seconds to drive through this town. Mm-hmm. Yo, I'm not stopping there, son. <laughs> like, there's no way on earth I'm stopping there. But it was just the weirdest thing. It was like town, like actual town. Then this little thing that was a town. It was like a city. It's like you're entering whatever. 60 seconds, I was out. And I was like, what was that? <laughs> yo, I promise never. Those are the cities that are like, yo, we got aliens. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, of course. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, I, I think, I feel like I base things off of economies and, uh, you know, people being motivated by money. So, I mean, that's, that's how I feel. Oh, that's true. But how real is this alien thing? And that's kind of what we're, we're going to address today. So, so what do you guys got? I mean, I mean, I'm going to start off by, uh, an article post, uh, New York Post actually did in 2017. Uh, they tried to do a survey of seeing who believes in aliens. So it says nearly half of the Earthlings believe that we aren't alone in the universe and want to make contact with alien life, according to a new study. The findings of the survey conducted in 24 countries by research group Glocalites uh, showed, that <laughs> showed that 47% of the surveys, 26,000 respondents believe in the existence of intelligent alien civilizations in the universe, and 61% responded yes when asked if they believe in some form of life on another planet. Among those who believed humans are alone in the universe, 60% said we should try to communicate with extraterrestrial beings. So in general people believe there's something out there you know what's crazy is that there um is absolutely no proof in my opinion i i haven't got any proof of the existence of any life form on any planet so like we're still trying to find water we see the Mm -hmm. evidence of past water i guess you could say but there's no evidence of any of this stuff yet a person of science will use faith in a situation like Mm -hmm. that to say i believe in something that i have no proof of yep but then deny faith for another person. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know if 
and I don't keep up with any of this topic. So the closest, the best I got to add was Roswell because I was in that <laughs> mug, right? But I think, I think from what I recall, yeah, like like there may have been, according to some of the research, there may have been past civilizations in like Mars or oh, maybe okay. something else. But that's why there's the existence of water. They found um, it's all hypothesis. Yeah, though. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they they had um, what is it that face that they took a picture of? Yep. But it's like a rock or something like. And I saw on uh, the Spanish station that they had the Virgin Mary on a potato chip. Those are freak <laughs> accidents. No, but that the reality those are things that are. It kind of looks like yeah, yeah. No, but that's what I'm saying is yeah. that it's, it's freak accidents out yeah. there. You could take a picture of a planet and be like, oh, that looks like a face. That looks like something. Mm-hmm. I saw a potato chip. You know what I mean? So <laughs> <laughs> that's the reality. I can just hear, the, just, I can just just hear the, the stuff. <laughs> it just so happens, you know? It's so. true. It's true. Um, and, and at least the planets that are in our galaxy, they're to my understanding and i'm not an expert but there there can't be the presence of life because each planet poses danger to extremities any, yeah and it, and it poses danger to any form of life mm-hmm. even existing so the the elements are only favorable on earth because it's like perfect it is yep. it is absolutely perfect for life to exist here and not in other planets in other planets there the you know you have the gases and you have uh, things that are happening on the planets, which, I mean, who knows? You know what I'm saying? Like why those things are, and 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 and, and I don't know. You know, my mind goes like in different places. Maybe we gotta like, I don't know, get hit up some uh, <laughs> some drugs or something <laughs> to, like even imagine. But like, you know, I think uh, if that's that's pretty clear that life can only exist here on Earth, mm-hmm. then if aliens are flying in from somewhere else. And they're they've been looking at planet Earth for all these years. We don't pose a threat to them at all. And who knows if our planet um, has the um, like the capacity to for them to be alive, if they exist, right? If they do exist, but based on what from people that have been abducted and stuff like that, it's usually an experience of good or bad. Like it's it's like never this mixed thing. It's like oh, I yeah. either got probed, <laughs> yeah. Or it was <laughs> this beautiful ray of lights, you yeah. know, and this wonderful experience. But I don't know if that is that is that like a physical? Like, are these aliens from a physical? Are they physical, or this is like some type of spiritual thing? Yeah. You know, I don't, I wouldn't know. You know, what was that movie that they came here and they died because the disease? It was like uh, Tom Cruise. And the aliens invaded, and suddenly they is just... Is that War of the Worlds, the yeah, real big ones? Oh, yeah, yeah, really yeah. yeah, yeah. And they just died because of disease, and then that was like the end yeah. of the movie. The birds, they were afraid of birds and stuff. Because so <laughs> they are just yeah. like giant insects. Like... And it, it, like I love sci- science fiction movies, you know. Um, I don't. It's so crazy, but um, usually they look like humans. Like, but they're just painted green or they're painted blue. <laughs> but they have five fingers, four fingers. Take one finger away and you're an alien. Yeah. You know? um, but they have a resemblance to us. But who knows what these aliens yeah. really look like? You know? Again, if they exist. If they do exist. I mean, there's people out there that completely believe in it. In the know? scientific community, it, um, they already claimed it. It's scientifically impossible for life to exist on other planets. So what they did now is they started looking into plant life. 
so now they say that only water or plant can exist and only the two proofs that they can find was in mars and then one of the uh the moons of jupiter but it's still the past right so it's not physical water at this moment they just have evidence of a rock or something that looks like it could have had water on titan it's um they have it that it's all the way underground like it's frozen the planet's completely frozen so what they're trying to do is by the year 2024 they're going to try to send like a probe to go out there it's going to actually land on the planet it's going to drill a hole and keep drilling until it gets to the center like where water is that's what they're going to try to do but scientists have moved away from that notion that life exists because it's now impossible for life to exist in this galaxy in this galaxy or the next 20 galaxies the only galaxy that they supposedly found somewhat proof was i forget the name of the galaxy itself but it they named it earth 451b which i don't know if you guys that's like a big thing nasa throughout the planet's like 20 times the size of earth and it looks almost just like earth except there's more land and there is water it's like 70 percent land mm. that's only the closest what's the one. catch it's like 700 billion light years away or something like yeah that, <laughs> you, that no one can actually research so the one guy who found 201 it. billion light years away so Whoa. yeah so it's i find it interesting like they have they have the power to search that and the power mm. to 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 do all that yeah my, my phone battery still dies every day you know what i'm saying like i mean something i always try to point come on, out so i have to change my car every seven years or something like they can't find they can't make a car that lasts you know or the toilet still operates to say come on like i don't know but i only I get mean, 25 miles a gallon it's like when people uh people like pointing that out it's like oh we're, we're finding all this information about life outside of our like galaxy but yet we still don't know more than 20 percent of our own ocean mm. like even that is alien to us that's the part like it's 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 so sketchy to me so many things like they uh, you have the talk of uh, how much society's like ridiculing and abolishing religion and mm-hmm. and it's just like this this thing but man some of the science claims are just like come on dude really mm-hmm. come on and it takes a lot of faith to have no evidence in the alien but it's, that's what i that's what i'm saying like the the motivation is that it can be economical you know mm-hmm. or 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 based on 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 economics you know financial um there's financial gain and being the first two you know the one to discover the one to lame claim the but, it, one but it, it doesn't describe like the the passion that some people have to f- try to find life on other planets they have yet to find life on other planets but what would happen if they actually found life on another planet then god would cease to be god like it wouldn't be his existence would diminish not necessarily not necessarily because yeah. there's nothing in scripture that that would point to the fact that life on other planets would eliminate him from still being sovereign like i don't know if what he's communicated to us he also mm. communicated to that group of people yeah and like there was you actually posed a question like that i think a long time ago yeah and uh, all i can read in the bible like, do you remember when we had this conversation no a long idea, time son. ago i, don't I mean th- I there's a group breakfast. of people that talk about something like that um a lot of the scientologists talk about something like that that god or a god went to another planet not just our planet the mormons talk about that type of thing also mm-hmm. instead of calling it god they call it logos like a god the word yeah, yeah. The word wow yeah well no so what i read in the scripture 
um, is that God had one son, mm-hmm. and He chose to give His life, Jesus, mm-hmm. for the world or mm-hmm. the people of the world, right? Mm-hmm. So. Out of all humanity, all the things, also in scripture, it says the heavens declared the glory of God. So from what I see in scripture, I see all these planets, these, there's first of all, no evidence of life on any other planet, right. life in existence. Correct. But the Bible describes it as the, for the glory, it describes how big God is, right? When you see some of these planets, the, the sheer size is such an awe. You have to put zeros times 10 to the zeros times. You're, you're times in trillions, and it's ridiculous, unfathomable. So, the, so that's what the scripture says about, like, you know, the planets, the, the different things like that. Now, if there were planets, um, all I can see in the scripture is that God decided to die. Jesus decided to die for the world. You know, for this, that we for live this in world and for mm-hmm. this humanity, who knows? Because I'm not God. Maybe there is another life form. All I can go is based on what I have. We have yet to find it. The heavens declare God's glory for a particular reason, yep. and God loves the world. You know, the humanity. Yeah, and and to even add to that, the creation of the world is very specific. That this yep. is, this is the earth that has real life form. Mm-hmm. So that's I. So and we're made in the image. And we're made in the image of God. It's here. This is it. Like this is the focal point. Is is Earth? Is is where we currently reside? Um, and it doesn't point to another planet. Doesn't point to any of those things. But mm-hmm. I think let's say that possibility were to be there, then God will continue to be God. But absolutely, you would need to now question Scripture, which again could be the the objective of some of these people that are making claims to say we found Could because be, once I you mean. do that now you create doubt or you cre- you throw a, just like just like the zeitgeist thing you know making claims to say all the stories in the bible are are, par- are parallel of myths and all that stuff like it, you know it, it, these are assertions that have been dis- debunked and they have there's no proof for them there's proof for, for, for scriptures and the historical accounts of the bible but there's no proof uh, that there's a parallel, nor is there proof from a historical mm-hmm. standpoint yeah. those those myths and those legends. And so just in a very similar way is what we're seeing with, with the aliens and all that stuff. But I think that's essentially why we're discussing today is yeah. is this is it. This is our this is it. This is the world that God formed. This is the people who were made in his image are here. The redemption is here the new earth is here the mm. the the sacrifice of jesus was here um so with all that said if there is life form elsewhere or there is there are aliens and they are occupying other planets what is that what are they so i mean that's when instills something that uh his name is jacques valet uh he prophesied not prophesied he hypothesized that aliens are not physical beings they're interdimensional this was like early 1957s and he wrote unidentified flying objects known as ufos and related events such as alien sightings imply visits from beings from other realities or dimensions that coexist separately with ours some may refer to those beings or visitors from another universe so instead of visioning what a lot of ufologists like to do especially in like cult realms is 
they they removed the notion that it's physical so now you have the whole interdimensional other dimension so now instead of you have the earth here and then you have another dimension which is that aliens are coexisting among us they can easily just walk through that's why you have those claims then in the supernatural world where it's you see shadow people i don't know if you guys have ever heard of shadow people no. where you briefly see like a shadow just flying past or just okay. a shadow there yeah. there's a tree branch or something like <laughs> it could yeah, be yeah, as yeah. well or you have those weird notions as well where you have the flying lights that one moment there's an aircraft you'll you'll like hear oh, it. i do i've seen that on i've seen you'll a hear the aircraft it's like oh there's a there's or a light it's like, like orbs like, yes You've correct so it's shifted now instead of the whole physical aspect to now uh like lights or interdimensional so you'll have the light there for a second and then it'll disappear and now like you guys were talking about it's not just the roswell because it's moved now mm -hmm. from the whole standard that everyone knows about it since the culture so now everyone's seeing sightings in russia china new york and yet you'll see common things that happen i have actually a list of uh yeah. something that a ufo slash occultist wrote down the 10 things that aliens nowadays they'll talk about top 10 things aliens. top 10 <laughs> things yes <laughs> so there's a connection that you can have the ufologists and occults tie in strongly with aliens being fallen angels the demons that we know nowadays and this is coming from the standpoint of the occult or the occultist the, the occultist. ufologist will accept it only because it actually explains everything about it okay but they still will now affirm that there's so a it's like it makes sense logically to them exactly but they still don't like that's why they'll tie in something like zeitgeist Mm -hmm. so the gods that came down and taught men those were the gods and that we how we see jesus was just another indication so of explains kind of like these alien figures on pyramid walls or, or correct things yes because you can actually look at some egyptian um hieroglyphs and you'll see depictions of aircrafts that we have today you'll see tanks helicopters i don't know if you guys have ever seen that yeah but that's yeah, like one the, of the, the planes yeah, yeah. And a lot of people are just like, oh, that means that shows us proof that they just taught us. And that's why you'll have ties in in some occult realms where the mm -hmm. Book of Enoch, yeah. where you'll have the fallen angels that came when they rebelled. They taught man medicine, technology and things like that. So then you have the whole Gnostic, uh, the Gnosticism in the whole of stuff. But the top 10 were well not the top 10, but the, t uh, the 10 things that aliens <laughs> talk <laughs> about. G off. That's what it was. So it says, like the Bible predicts, aliens never affirm the deity of a Christ, nor do they claim to come in his name. Two, aliens change their stories to delude man into believing their lies. One example of this is that before man had been to outer space or sent satellites here, aliens would claim to be from planets such as Jupiter and our solar system. As time went on and man learned more about the planets, we realized that no one could come and live on those planets like Jupiter. So aliens changed their story. Now they claim to be from other solar systems and star clusters such as Andromeda and Pleiades. Three. Oh, wow, that's super interesting there. That is super interesting. So there's some lying going on somebody's yeah. like aliens lying like <laughs> oh, all right three though aliens are said to be advanced it seems they need us for their survival just as fallen angels need human beings to prey on there are various accounts of aliens taking tissue samples such as from humans probing them or impregnating them uh impregnating women this is the origin of entities such as incubus and succubus 
Four alien abductions are stopped by invoking the name of Jesus, which a lot of accounts, I'll go into that once we're done with this. Uh, five, aliens bring ideas to Earth that will help man unite worldwide for a new area of consciousness, a new world order. This uniting prepares the way for their leader, who's supposedly uh, a new form of entity that will bring mankind uh, a new way to forget religion and loyalty to their countries. Six aliens often contact new agers and occultists as opposed to Christian. This is because Christians can actually see or envision who they actually are. The next one, aliens are not opposed to being worshipped by humans. They also deny their creator, uh, God, claiming instead that there was a creator, but that, it, that when you serve him, it draws man away from their advancements. The next one, aliens give man to acknowledge that these events are usually destructive, secret projects that many governments have created. And then the next one is, aliens often emit a horrible aura such as sulfur, which is when you're passing through dimensions. So the odor is, they the odor smell itself. terrible. Mm -hmm. What was the number seven again? Seven is, aliens are, opposed to be, are not opposed to being worshipped. Number eight, I think it was... Mm. Aliens give technology the advancements of man, usually destructive. Yeah, that's crazy. So that list came from what? That list came from a website that studies about the specific like occult ties to mm, aliens. Got you, got you, got you. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Those are the ten things that most of the researchers have found to be connected. You mentioned something about um, like them having um, knowledge of the creator or something like that, but then. What was that one? Oh, okay. Uh. But then they say something in the form. They also deny their creator God, claiming instead that they are creators. This, If you serve them, it would draw a man away from the advancements of their consciousness. Mm, so if you serve God, or it, it'll take away from the technology from that they're going to give you or something like that, right? It, it's, it's supposed to be that to reach a higher level of humanity or evolution you have to stray away from the notion that there is a god so not to believe in the creator but believe we are creators and we can define our own reality mm. that's the whole premise it's like different planes like your level exactly, of thinking yes mm. i mean that's popular in the new age thinking is is to do away with the primitive thinking of of religion and or constraints of any regard right even marriage everything to abolish everything like that goes back to the gnosticism where like you Buddhism. you yeah it, well it's all one and the same it's in that same new age system right we had that whole new age episode yeah uh, shout out to that one <laughs> straight up check out new age episode yeah but it's kind of like that you know where it's like you you want to do away with all desire mm -hmm. of anything mm -hmm. and in a sense but you desire knowledge and, and enlightenment so you pursue mm -hmm. that and then you get you know some kind of I guess reward for that it's yeah that's i mean psychoactive drugs i think has a lot to do with those things mm. but so from everything that you said it sounds so it sounds so much like what we when we read about you know demons in scripture yep. right where it's like they uh satan appears as angel of light and his demons and so on and so forth mm. and then when it talks about in ephesians how uh, we do not war against flesh and blood, but the principalities of the unseen world. Like, there's this notion that there's this world that is not, we can't physically see it, but it's mm -hmm. there. 
there's conflict there's motion it's all around us and so we battle against that uh and our and our you know primary weapon is is the word of god and prayer Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. and and community and fellowship and all that stuff but um but it's that warding and that battle against this unseen thing is that that's kind that's kind of what yeah i think i'm so drawn to that one thing because it's like they know it's a, there's a creator you know but then like everything's like enlightenment you know what i mean um and it's like these these aliens forces in that sentence or whatever if you could just read it one more time it's like um the creator Aliens are not opposed to being worshipped by humans. They also deny their creator, claiming instead that they are creators. And if you serve him, it would draw man away from the advancements. So they deny him, but then they say if you serve him, so they can't deny him 100%. Um, But if you serve them, then everything, all your enlightenment, everything that they're able to give you, it's like they're they're like the replacement of what the God would be. Right. But it, but everything will be taken away from you. You have no knowledge. You have no you know if you serve God. So it's kind of interesting that they're po- they they one one sentence they're like for they know that there is a creator, but then they don't worship him. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I mean that's that's not to me that's not like surprising. What's surprising is that having sex with uh, humans and creating. Um, <laughs> no, it's actually not <laughs> rare at all. Yeah, that's what I'm talking it's about. It's actually not rare at all. If you study actually the, um, I actually have a book. I was going to bring it in. Um, the study of ancient Greek, the history from ancient Greek to now, where it was talking about the gods and how uh, a lot of the researchers think how it came to be. But um, we, we read about all that and we're like, oh, yeah, um, you have the gods having sex with like animals and like having their kids and they're becoming like what's it called? But yet we read about in uh, like ancient times where we had Moses walking around and it's like Moses experiencing nephilims, giants, and things like that walking through the land, and yet we don't really connect the dots of what's actually happening. Where you see like the fallen angels at their time was like having sex, but yet. There's some that claim, I mean, this is all hypothesis, some claim that aliens, I mean, not aliens, angels can't have sex. So what they do is they come in forms of like an incubus, succubus. They'll take like the egg or they'll take like the the semen of the guy or girl. They'll join them together. But since it's been divinely touched, quote unquote, they'll impart their own essence into it. What would be the purpose of something like that? The purpose is to because that makes no sense. You're taking an egg, you're taking sperm. They're trying to create trying their to own. body or something like trying to make a body or. So it's like that one passage that I mean the one sentence that you had me continue to uh, read. They're trying to be creators, so they're trying to create like their own species, their wow. own species, their own race. So for them, this is ties into what the occult speaks about. They're trying to create the perfect human race, which is. Uh, a lot of people see it the gosha which is is that kind of like what because uh, i always see in every movie like Chappie and johnny five and um that humanoid type thing not humanoid it's supposed to be an intermix where there's no sex where it's oh, okay. half girl half guy type oh the androgyny yeah the androgyny movement it's trying to be like that but they're trying to also implement what they call the moon child prophecy which i don't know if you guys saw rosemary's baby 
like early 19, no, 1970s, 1980s, or 1960s, actually, where it's, they're trying to create. Oh, I've heard of it, yeah. They're yeah. trying to create the perfect to house the actual essence or of the Antichrist so that the Antichrist can walk into the earth because you need to be from the line of David because they're trying to mimic the same thing of Christ mm. and just try to bring him out in that same way. Hmm. And just to clarify, you know, all this is research done and, and you know, from the occult realm and, and yep. mixing in science and so forth. Um, yeah, I remember we used to watch this this um, this guy. He was like uh, Truth About Hip Hop, and he oh, was talking yeah. about the Nephilim and all that. And one thing he had mentioned was um, was that like the the uh, the times of Noah, where you had uh, fallen angels intermingling with humans and so forth so he carried that over to say that that is continuing to happen today because it's uh, scripture says that it's going to happen again you know it references that as in the days of noah so will be the last days and uh the essence or the 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 projection is that that's happening today and so the guy in the videos he was asserting that people like you know the the jay-z's and the and and all these people they're They're like products of that yeah Yeah, they're like products of this uh of that lineage and that's why they're like uber successful and they can everything they they touch turns to gold they're like midas you know what i'm saying there and so they can do nothing wrong and so that so they're very easily successful financially and popular and all that because it's not really it's not really them operating from a human level it's them having intermingled with this uh these fallen angels and giving themselves over to another degree in something in a way that we cannot fathom Mm -hmm. in order to achieve what g just read a bunch of times the you know uh, the advancement right so not well, we, just investment kinda, technology but ideas and finances and, and status and all that so. well we kind of know that these uh, aliens whoever they are are liars because they changed uh, their position on Jupiter <laughs> and things like that so all I can see is that Beyonce who knows I don't know um, if, if she's part of she got a um, you know an alien here I don't know um, all I know is that she had talent before yeah so whatever illusion or whatever Seeing this alien is trying to trick her or whatever. <laughs> she had talent before, so I mean right. it, the alien's not giving you more talent. You know, right, but so it's like almost the the hip the hypnosis piece of it. Like, like you it's one thing you, you yeah, it's one thing you have talent because a lot of people have talent is another thing to then be that anomaly mm-hmm. in in the face of, of all the the hustle and bustle in the face of being ex- you know, coming home from work, having to work uh regular job and pay the bills and be tired and all this stuff like there's kind of like a path Uh. and i mean the reason why um i like also telling people that it ties a lot to the cult is there's a quote that alistair crowley did uh roughly 1960s where he said before they were known as angels tomorrow they'll be known as something else and when he said that, it just brought me back to something that I even took that passage from that book. I had to dig through my library because I don't really touch any of his books like that unless I'm really doing research. But to your point of why they come out like humanoid and things like that, this is how he describes AWOS. 
AWOS, I talked about him a lot in the New Age, Occult, Aleister Crowley episodes, where AWOS was the entity that basically taught Crowley everything. He's the one down. that um, he fasted for 40 days in, yep. in, um, in Egypt, and then he, Correct, yeah. he, got su- he summoned or uh, the entity came, entity in, came yeah. and it looked great. It was looked like an alien, right? It kind of <laughs> looked like uh, he yeah. has the full description. Like a green, green thing, right? Correct. This is in his book, Equinox of the Gods. The voice of Awas came apparently from over my left shoulder from the furthest corner of the room. It seemed to echo itself in my physical heart in a very strange manner, hard to describe. I have noticed a similar phenomenon when I have been waiting for a message fraught with the great hope of dread. The voice was passionately poured, as if Awas was alert from the time limit. The voice was of deep timbre, musical and expressive, its tone solemn, voluptuous, tender, fierce, or aught. Else, as suited the moods of the message, not bass, perhaps a rich tenor or baritone, the English was free of native or foreign accent, perfectly pure of local or caste mannerisms, thus startling and even uncanny at first hearing. I had a strong impression that the speaker was actually in the corner where he seemed to be, in a body of fine matter, transparent as a veil of gauze or a cloud of ensign smoke. He seemed to be a tall, dark man in his thirties, well-knit, active, and strong with the face of a savage king. The eyes veiled, lest their gaze shall destroy what they saw. The dress was not Arab. It suggested Assyrian or Persian, but it very familiar, uh, very vaguely. I took little notes of it, but for me at the time, Awas was an angel, such as I had often seen in visions, a pure being of pure astral projections. So this is not physical, right? Or It wasn't really physical. What he saw was okay. like a manifestation of like something that you would like see but like an angel's appearance okay, like so it's like almost it. like a trance like he's in he's in this other state where he's able to see but it feels real but it's not his physical exactly yes hmm. so to kind of go uh so when because a lot of these occult things they talk about uh they when they're in that place Mm-hmm. They end up on like another planet. Yep, where they see yeah, Satan himself. Okay. Is that Jupiter? That's supposed to be one of the moons of. Um, there, it's it's supposed to be a temple in Venus. That's what it's supposed mm-hmm. to be. Supposedly, when you reach a certain point, uh, we talked about it a lot. There was a guy called uh, Bill Schnoblin. He had a mm-hmm. he had a like a documentary. It's like nine hours long. So if you have the time, you can he look has into multiple it. documentaries. Yeah. yeah. But this one was nine hours long. It's called uh, Interview with an Ex-Vampire. Within it, I mean, I took half of it because half of it just didn't match right with all my research. But there's some portions which I've tied into doing my research in the occult of Freemasonry and things like that where it's where he reached a certain point. So they make you take a psychedelic. He took a lot of uh, opiates and things like that. And he got into a trance. Within that trance, they did like a ritual around him. And he said his body left him. Well, not he. Uh, he left his body, like spiritually. So he ascended. He saw the Earth passing by, and then he got to uh, Venus. When he got to Venus, he was there in a temple. Within that temple, he saw a figure covered in light. But his face would consistently change between six figures. It had the face of a lion, face of a dragon, face of a woman, face of a man, and things like that. Face like an eagle and. And he said he was like enlightened, like a cherubim. Mm. And then he would say that he marked him on the forehead. And he said, now you are my servant. And from that point on, he came back and he said 
he didn't know he well he didn't felt he knew for a fact that that was satan himself well in his it wouldn't be satan at that point right it was lucifer right it wasn't he wouldn't say satan right yep he would say oh that was lucifer that was lucifer in that point but um, now he's saying it because he's (laughs) he's gone he was liberated from that type of thing Mm. but everyone consistently like for me when i studied the occult it was when i dreamt i would go lucid dreaming or i would have like uh my visits to the the other plane which was what i call hitaganian which is basically you go and you see a whole bunch of spiritual deities and things like that right hmm. Hmm. dang that's crazy so all of it ties back to the satanic demonic realm that's yep. that's essentially what we're the direction that we're going into and it's not even um like us embellishing in order to to bring it back to be have a biblical reference it has a biblical reference yep right so it's not like we're trying to reel it in to be like you see it's comparison it's what it is and scripture affirms that that's what's happening that's real you know maybe some of the details that are are within and some of the findings and the whole roswell and all that stuff like you know those things we can we can call into question but you know when when there's a direct parallel comparison to the things that we're seeing in scripture that is clear uh and then the details we don't get in scripture but but the details that we can see and that we can hear and and people who are in that realm you know obviously our trust our our hope our information's in christ it's it's in the scriptures because scripture is Mm -hmm. is everything you know for our reference point but there are points of elaboration that are interesting nonetheless to to really like uh, scripture hear. talks about when uh the demons were sent to the um into the bodies of the pigs they were scared when uh christ when like they saw christ but a lot of accounts what people have with aliens is uh when they get encounters when they're sleeping they wake up they see an alien figure right there and you'll have people call out in the name of christ and the aliens flee like mm-hmm. the aliens would not flee for christ if they consider him one of his own because usually when the aliens come in they're usually like oh christ he's one of us he's like you can reach that level but yet when you're encountering an alien and you call on the name of christ they flee see all of this like psychedelic drugs you know all of all of it kind of goes back to some of that and you mentioned um you know uh, using things like opioids and stuff and there's right now the the crisis it's like mm-hmm. a billion dollar industry where where people are overdosing on this stuff and i don't think it's a coincidence that you have you have this whole surge of 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 anti-christian right continuing to rise up um i it existed before that but now it's it's not it's like the counter is this crazy spirituality that you know i hear in podcasts when i'm listening to podcasts it's like the promotion of doing drugs uh, psychedelics, do you know, uh, shrooms, smoking weed, doing all that stuff a- as a way to get you in a different mind frame. And I think that's why it's important that scripture is clear to say be sober-minded because these these drugs are 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 designed to open you up to get you to 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 allow things to enter you, to allow things to get into your space. Uh, and we don't make right judgments. We don't make right decisions when we're under the influence of of anything you know what i'm saying if some people have to use 
medications to to get well or whatever that's one thing and even in doing that you know there has to be a level of accountability of people around to ensure that they're in a stable place and if they're not then you have to find you know alternatives and and all that all of that but um you know when you're when you're talking about things like that where you start to experience certain things then that's you know for me that's like red flag like hold on you know what i'm saying like you gotta that's just insane to hear some of those you know some of those but i've i've had personally people come up to me and they're like oh why are you trying to christianize the whole alien experience but yet it's like i have a lot of people where I, i know you had a question about advanced technology or alien technology but you have then people who actually debunk like you see in the discovery channel they're talking about they're making this huge thing like oh saucers and roswell the crash and yet you don't really take into account what the government was doing like in the 1940s where Mm -hmm. they were competing with hitler at the time to make these new spacecrafts so you have the early hot balloon like hot air balloons with guns and things like that or the saucer like flying machines that just rose up and people are like oh what is that i've never seen that before so if they can create um the fear of aliens then you'll never go into roswell or you never go into yeah. area 51 because you will or some people will but <laughs> they'll have a guard with the gun you know yeah. but it makes some sense you had questions that you wanted well to I, I wanted um i wanted to talk a little bit about that william schnoblin that you were talking yep. about um so i'm a firm believer that you can examine i actually heard this from um from a pastor um that you can examine the company before so like if you uh examine a company and, and everything and it, you it'll give you um like to see if you want to uh get into that mm-hmm. you know get into that company so you can see the result from the beginning from an investment standpoint from an investment standpoint you gotcha. know so similar to that so like here was this guy who was a, a magician right vampire mm-hmm. thing so the reason I'm saying this is there's a lot of people out there that m- might be having the allure to consult in the occult, right? Um, and they don't necessarily see an alien or or a demonic or whatever. We call it demonic, but for them, it was Lucifer, right? This, yep. this wonderful experience of them going to this other planet and how could that be bad? So from their perspective. But um, if you could just talk a little bit about William Schnoblin and you know he had that experience and at the time it was great right he was oh my gosh I got touched by Lucifer and all this stuff what was the end result so that people can kind of understand if they want to get in if they want to really put this investment <laughs> towards these type well of- I'll start from the beginning uh, usually uh, what a lot of people don't know about Freemasonry is it's a fraternity within a fraternity and Freemasonry is what they consider the key or the the guiding principle of all religions that's how they see in the occult like freemasonry is the religion for them and for them they don't teach you in the beginning that luciferianism is the way for them it's just an introduction to get to a certain point so you're slowly getting in and you're taught slowly about magic uh you're seeing that magic is real and then you're taught about these entities these guardian angels mm-hmm. at the time they're called car- uh, guardian angels mm-hmm. but then they introduce them like entities from another planet they're coming to help you so you're seeing them as an alien scientific way not as a spiritual mm-hmm. so as you continue going on you get introduced more and more and then you get into the actual spiritual aspect of it mm-hmm. which is when schnoblin he was already 
like 33rd degree Grandmaster Mason, mm -hmm. and then they come to you and they say you need to go to another step. So it's either the Scottish Rite, which you have to do 66 degrees on that, or you go into um, Black Catholicism which you actually have to go to the vatican itself and they have like an underground place where they actually train you and things like that he decided to go the scottish right right and he did that in 66 then he became a black priest and then they had to consult where he considers it like the vampirism so this so whole time he's, he's thinking it's good at first he was an actually an atheist atheist okay and then how he was involved was the girl he was dating at the time invited him so it's always a girl, dude. You know what I'm saying? Invited him, and it, he said when he went, there's just a group of 13 people, and some guy in robes just in the center, and they were talking. He thought it was all crazy until he saw some crazy thing happen, where it was like some fire came from something where the guy just like spit and like fire just started coming out, and then he started going more to these meetings. He got interested and wanted to read more books, just like any. You're curious about what you just saw because you just come from a world where everything is like explain to you so when you see things happening you're just wondering what's going on so as he was continues going on and jump forward to when he met lucifer he came back there was this guy that would continuously as he was passing by a church he would pass by and tell him about hey like you uh, you need to change your ways and things like that and he slowly like would keep ignoring it but he would still have it in mind and then there would be this lady that would continuously pray for him and then she came up to him and said, oh, I'm praying for you, just so you know, Bill. And then he just quickly disregarded it. But there was a time where he had a very bad encounter, like things were going completely wrong, and he stepped into a church. And that's when he said that he first actually heard the gospel. Which makes sense. That's why I'm so drawn to that one, for like the, uh, the top ten, that it keeps going back to, you know, that it's all good until you yep. serve God, you know? But then everything, like, he lost like a lot of things like friends family like started like disowning him he started losing his jobs and things like that as he got closer to god but that's the whole allure that they give you is as long as you serve or they'll promise you everything or anything you want as long as you serve and then when you step out you lose everything literally and there are consequences you know it's not it's like a person that loves drugs we were talking about drugs like people that love doing drugs love it for a particular reason because they love the feeling that it gives them you know so if you're addicted to um heroin whatever it may be they they don't want to stop until they get to a certain point yeah. where they either have a bad experience or they realize that this it's kind of like the allure at first is that i can quit anytime mm -hmm. and then it grabs you well there's there were two people that i heard the same thing from and if i'm wrong i'm wrong but two people and i believe it was heroin that they said that you're not a, no one's addicted to heroin well it's the first time you try heroin you get you're in this place you get put in this place and you get this experience whether it's all connected back to what G was describing in terms of that spiritual encounter with the evil one, right? And you're there and and you get these promises and you're just you're just it's just this ecstasy of knowledge and awareness and openness and you just get out of it like wow, this is crazy. The rest of the time all you're doing when you do heroin this is according to to the two sources that i've heard this from one was a family member and one was a celebrity they both said the same thing 
that and that both became sober okay uh one of which became christian which was a family member he became a christian and he died uh serving uh serving the lord and they both said the same thing and, and what it was was uh you don't you don't you're not addicted to heroin because of the experience you're you're a, you're not addicted to heroin because you're addicted to heroin you're addicted to that first experience and after that, you, all you do every time is trying to get back to that experience that you had. Whatever, wherever it was you found yourself, that planet, that allurement, that eye-opening, that whatever it was, you never get back there. You never return to that place. You, you try and try and try and try, but you never get back to that place. It's never the same as that, as that one place you were at. And the whole time you're doing is you're trying to get there. And that's it. But you never get back. So the addiction was that one experience was so amazing that the rest of your life uh, or however long you become a junkie, it's you're, you're trying to get back to that one experience and you never get it again. So you're just exhausting your life and your body and your mind because you want to be in that place, whatever that place is, whatever that looks like. Um, apparently that is worth more than what you can see in front of you, mm. which is so crazy. Wow. That's crazy. It's the most addictive drug. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Absolutely insane. Um, so I know we have time for questions. I think we actually are already an hour in, dude. Oh, that's um, crazy. So no question. <laughs> I mean, we could say that for next time. We could do uh, a part two, yeah. uh, talk about some of that, and maybe you know wiggle into to some other pieces, um, even talk maybe more about Alistair Crowley, kind of his influence. I remember seeing one of his books in the bookstore, and it had a picture of an alien, like what we would see an alien mm-hmm. to be with the eyes and the green and all that. But it was a sketch. And mm-hmm. that's what he had in the sketch, yeah. which I think is super interesting that even back then when he was writing that material, that's what he envisioned was the alien or the or the angel or whatever it is that would it would become. That's what the picture was. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, so, yeah, tune in next time for the rest of this discussion uh man you know just kind of getting started and have to end i guess um but uh but this is uh mike the baptist geology and jmo signing out love you guys